Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com. Every Thursday, we are your NXT friends. NXT friends. Friends. That's us. That's what we do. We talk about WWE, WWE NXT every week. David, how are you, friend? I'm really good. How are you? You, uh, you woke up a little while ago. Yep. We were supposed to record a little while ago. Yeah. You said, uh, hey, need another hour of sleep. Yeah. I said, sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not doing anything today. Sure. Just go for it. So, you got your extra hour of sleep. You got an iced coffee somewhere. You got an iced coffee. From the good neighbor. The good neighbor around the corner from our house. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking uh, a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, I got a hair in it. Better Come on. Better. It's not even September yet. It's pumpkin spice. It's, it's the time now. It's, it's not the time. It's officially it's the time. It's not officially the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It no. is now. No, it officially is. Starbucks oh. started it, so then I went to uh, Winners right. yesterday, like TJ Maxx for Americans. The coffee section. They they don't have all the Halloween costumes and stuff yet, but they're slowly putting it. You can mm. see the remorse in all the employees' faces. They're like, oh, i got to put out the Halloween stuff. Yeah. It's end of the summer. So I'm drinking a pumpkin spice, homemade pumpkin spice latte. How do you feel about that? Uh, I feel it's far too early. It's not September yet. It's, it's Halloween weather. you need to weather, reevaluate no. your life. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> Halloween is a, is a state of mind. It's a, it's a year-round thing. I like to be spooky all the time. I think I could have pumpkin spice all year round. Okay. Yeah. I've turned into a, a basic bitch. Yeah. Drinking the... You know what I turned into last Friday? <laughs> what? Kind of Canadian. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. You're Canadian now. I finally got my permanent residency yes. in Canada after like... Years. Over two years of since I actually started the application. Um, so yeah, I don't need to worry for another five years. It's called... Per- it's like life in prison. It's not life in prison. 
Okay. It's five years. Okay. Prison is what, 21, I think? So I'm stuck with you here for five years. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a week almost since now you're Canadian. Yeah. Have you eaten poutine? Nope. What's your favorite Shania Twain song? Oh, man, I feel like a woman. Okay. Uh, Who's the lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies? Trick question. (laughs) There is no lead singer. Ah! (laughs) Because the guy left and everything, yeah. (laughs) Uh, fuck, what's another... Was that a right answer there? Technically, yeah. Steve, <laughs> Steve uh, got caught with coke at a border, then he left, the band kicked him out, then they have the old singer, and it's, it's a complicated right. thing. Canadians love BNL. Um, I'm trying to think of other Canadian... I've had a lot of Canadian whiskey in the last week. A lot of people have been like, oh, you finally got it. I have Canadian, a shot of Canadian, whiskey. But you don't like whiskey. No, I like Canadian whiskey. I don't like Irish whiskey. Right, you don't like JMO. No. Uh, well, you're Canadian, so we celebrated. I don't remember what we did. <laughs> All I know is my thumb has been oh. in agony since. I think I must have fallen over and bent it back somehow. Oh. Ouch. Uh, maybe at Sneaky D's. You got in a fight with Pete Dunn. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Broke your uh, finger. No, he likes thumbs. It's fingers he doesn't like. Oh. Um, oh, we'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard me howl when that... <laughs> Uh, wait, um, so you hurt your thumb. I hurt my thumb. I haven't been able to really grip anything with this hand. We're just breaking down. Yeah, we I'm are. hurt. I'm hurt too, I actually. turned 30 on Tuesday. Whoa. And wow, I old, feel dude. it's already starting. You're old, dude. It's already starting. What are you going to do now that you're 30? Wow. Um. I need to look at young replacements. I need to start exercising again, because... <laughs> I can't get away with not doing it anymore. Sure. Because I'm, I'm 30. Yeah. Once you're 30, I feel like your whole life is behind you now. I think 30 is the new, like, 16, though, really. Yeah. In this day and age, like, people turning 30, they try to, you know, it's like the new, it's the new 20. 30 is the new 20. So what are you going to do? I don't know. Find a real job. <laughs> <laughs> try and pay off some debt. You know, fun things. Oh, I can't wait till I'm 30. Jeez. Sounds so much fun. Um, yeah, well, you're Canadian now. We mm. celebrated on Friday. We went out. I think we went to an emo night. I don't really we went, remember. Yeah, we went sneaks. Yeah, that makes we sense. We had fun. I think, did we have one at Ted's? We did. We, we had one at Ted's. Ted's Collision here in Toronto. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that we did this week. It's a, it's a blur. There's, we did a... Um, I've worked a bunch. Oh, I went to see Midsummer. I know it's been out a while okay. now. Um, I believe it's the guy who directed Hereditary. Yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, I I like kind of the weird, creepy horror thing, like sort of. Me too. I'm drinking pumpkin like spice. Rosemary's Baby esque, that kind of thing, where it's just unsettling throughout the whole thing. Even like there might not have been any deaths yet, but you feel oh, these people are creepy. Okay, creepy is my middle name. The first half of the film I thought was excellent, then it kind of and died. then you kind of saw where it was going, and it took way too. It's like this uh, Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns story. <laughs> Like, the idea of it started off good, and now it's... Did it? I think so. I think a big angle to start off the sure. feud. And then, like, we know it's Daniel Bryan. Right. So why are you spreading it out? I felt like that with this film. It's, look, I know everyone's going to die. Spoilers. <laughs> Can we just get there now? <laughs> In scary movies, everyone dies. Yeah. So. It was good, though. I, I did... It's different. It's creepy. I'm ready for scary movies, because uh, I, almost, I almost spent $30 yesterday... On the Nightmare Before Elm Street Blu-ray set, every Nightmare single one. Before Elm sorry, Street. sorry, Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street. Uh, all the movies for three dollars mm. for blu on Blu-ray, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing!" And then you remember the internet, and then I remember, yeah, then <laughs> I remember like, you don't have money. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I'm like, "Am I paying thirty dollars to just watch the first one?" 
because I think that's what I'm going to be spending uh-huh. the thirty. The rest of those movies aren't very good. Um, they 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 rolled out all the horror movies everywhere you go in this in the stores, and everything's everything starts to be Halloween. It's not even September as we're recording this. It's literally the 29th of August. Yeah. But I'm drinking pumpkin. I'm watching horror movies. Oh, I, I saw Kiss last week. Oh yeah. I went to Kiss. How was that? I would not spend money on Kiss, but my friend is like, hey, my dad got an extra ticket. He's taking me, and he says I can take someone. Do you want to go to Kiss? I said, yeah, let's do it. Um, it's like wrestling. Like, they just don't know when to give up. Mm. Like, it's like, there's pyro. I they put on a good show, though. You know what? It was a really good show, but they're, like, flying around. Gene Simmons is, like, his tongue is all over the place. <laughs> there's fire. There's pyro. It was wild, but... Um, yeah, Kiss is what it is. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I had a really good time because I'm also like, I love all types of different music, but like that genre of like rock, I wouldn't call that like metal. I call it like pop rock. It's still more like glam rock. I'd yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that. I'm like trying to like, in, like I can, I can rock out. I'm a, I'm a rocker, but I'm like, okay, okay. And then like I had a few more beers and I was like, okay, now I really love Kiss. So I thought it was good. my favorite thing to do at, at the moment at work. We've right. got one of those jukeboxes. Okay. But that you can use your phone with. Oh, like there's an app. Technology. Yeah. Um, so when I'm bored and I'm not at work, I'll just suddenly put on like Limp Biscuit Nookie. Well, wait, you're, like you're at home and it I'm can, at it home connects? and I'll just fuck with them at work. It, it connects? It connects. Wow. And also the, uh, the volume is way higher on the jukebox. So it'll be like... One in the afternoon. Oh, God. And then Fred I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> for the nookie. <laughs> exactly. I'm just fucking with them at the moment. <laughs> You're trying to get fired. You're Canadian now. You they don't need that job. Yeah. <laughs> I am kind of at that stage. <laughs> You're like, I don't need this job anymore. <laughs> I do a podcast, damn it. Fuck. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, get out of here. Um, um, but yeah, what well, you were talking about uh, movies briefly. Um, we have a Star Wars review, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack Ooh. of the Clones. Yeah, hot, favorite hot, one? hot commodity, hot product here, because uh, I originally said on this show that we were going to do some Star Wars movies. We're mm. leading up to the, the, the Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. And we were going to do some Star Wars. So we reviewed Episode 1. You can go find that on our podcast feed, wherever you find us, wherever you're listening to us. And then I said I, I'm lo- not looking forward to Episode 2, because I remember that being my least mm. favorite Star Wars movie. So I have watched it. We have recorded our review. It will be up on our feed. It's on our YouTube. Go to our YouTube, which is... Uh, BD Official. And, um... So, yeah, we have... Controversial. A- you gotta listen to my my thoughts on this movie, because I think I may have changed my soul. Oh! Maybe. But you gotta listen to the show, yeah. because is it the worst Star Wars movie ever? Is it? Listen to it. This um, weekend. Yeah. And you can actually watch us on the YouTube uh YouTube stream. We did have a, a video camera up, so you can watch us chatting about it, and we'll have the podcast available either tomorrow or Saturday it's, on our feed. It's it's like sand. It's rough, and coarse, and irritating, and just gets everywhere. Unlike you, our beautiful NXT listeners, um, <laughs> you're soft and smooth. <laughs> yeah. Um, as Brain mentioned. Uh, it is starting, unfortunately, to be pumpkin spice season. I'm enjoying this. Uh, we want to do a load of horror reviews this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a few in mind that we want to do, but uh, send us some ideas as well of what you'd like on our Twitters. Last, uh, at Davey Portman. And at the Bray D. Yeah, last year we did Halloween, and we did Halloween 2 because mm. they were doing the new Halloween movie that was coming out. 
we, which we saw. Yeah. So we got to think of some horror movies. This mm. uh, this what, what horror movies have wrestlers in it? Oh. Uh, the one with Kane. See No Evil. See No Evil. Have you seen it? I have not. I've never seen it. Maybe. Oh, Maybe that's well, one to do. There we go. Um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing uh, some scary stuff coming. So this is the official start of Halloween season. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we get my birthday out of the way first? No. No. Um, are we having a Halloween party at the BDE yet? Maybe. Maybe. I think of, my friend Donovan wants to be uh, uh, Steve Harrington and Dustin from Stranger Things. Okay, but I don't. I'm, I want to be Steve, but like I don't look like Steve. So like, yeah, Donovan's more Steve. <laughs> yeah, He's but I, also, I I don't look like the little kid with no teeth either. I don't know. Put a hat on and some curly curly hair wig. Oh, I want to wear the scoops ahoy thing. <laughs> be what's her name? His his mate Robin. Yeah. Nah, I'd rather be Dustin. Dustin. Oh, cool. I think I'm. I'll be the Gorgon Mite thing. Gorgon I think Mites. I'm being the twins from The Shining okay. with Kim. All right, well then, <laughs> matching twins? Yeah. yeah, it fits perfect. I guess I'll have to work on... I would like to be a wrestler for Halloween. I don't know why we're talking about Halloween this early, but... <laughs> God. <laughs> Can we just make a little promise that we won't talk about Halloween no, every week until... Halloween, Halloween podcast. God. <laughs> Halloween podcast here on... I've just been oh, watching, re-watching BoJack Horseman. Okay, and I'll be that for Halloween. And Todd, uh, BoJack's like, roommate, is like... Got a brilliant idea. You always see these Halloween stores in October, but have you ever thought Halloween in January? <laughs> that's me. I man. feel that's you. Yes. Yeah, I would. I would do Halloween every day. Okay. Everyone wears masks every other day of the year. Why not? Oh, we're getting deep. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that's our Halloween talk because it's Halloween season, obviously. Um, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> as I take a sip of my pumpkin spice, so. Um, I guess we should talk about some wrestling, why we're here, talk about some NXT. Let's do some um, some news, mm. some news and stuff, because this Saturday is NXT TakeOver UK, yes. Cardiff. Where is Cardiff? Cardiff's in Wales. Okay. I'm learning geography. So, this Saturday is also AEW, mm-hmm. the double, no, All Out. All Out. Sorry. And uh, Moxley's all out. Yes. And it's Pac versus Kenny. I'm pretty... I'm thinking this card looks really good, actually. Mm. Like, on paper, the AEW show this Saturday looks really good. And then they really made me mad. I was looking forward to a specific match, I think the most, out of anything. It is the triple threat. The hardcore three guys of yes, just... Darby mayhem. Allen, Jimmy Havoc, and Joey Janela. Yeah, Janela, Havoc, and Darby. And then... They added a name to the match. Oh, have they? They named... Is it Brandy Rhodes? It is now <laughs> sponsored by the Crackle Barrel. Oh. And the match is called, like, the Crackle Barrel Crash or something, really. Oh, right. If WWE were to have done this, we'd be losing yeah. our minds. But no, 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 it's AEW. It's cool. They need the sponsorship money. I kind of feel my excitement's worn out a bit leading into this one. And this yeah. is their, their big show before TV. I, as you said, I think on paper it looks great. I'm ready for TV to start now. I think... Yeah. I need more than uh, YouTube videos to build up a match. Yeah, I, I think I think people are getting ahead of themselves. I think They're, so. I think um, it's it's odd because a lot of people are instantly haters of this AEW brand, which I mm. actually don't understand. You, you you've not watched enough. Have you of not it. met wrestling fans? I know, I know. But then you then you meet the the other the other side. It's like politics, like the super left and the super right. Yeah. Then you get the other side, and these people are like like. 
no, AEW's the future. It's already the best. It's got the like everything. It's like they don't. You haven't even seen this show yet. Like you gotta, you gotta relax. But I'm excited to see like all the different content. Wednesday nights for us are gonna be uh, extreme. We have to pick our side in the Wednesday night war. But here at Up Next, we obviously choose NXT. Mm. But it's 2019. You can watch things on delay. You can watch things after. I still will be watching AEW oh, simply because the interest is definitely there. But I'm going to say it's going to be a little hard for them to kind of stay kind of in that like on to- all it takes is one real stinker and people look at them like, "Eh, you're nothing." You're- yeah, oh, there's certainly a base that are waiting for them to fuck yeah, up. Yeah, there's so many people and waiting. They'll be pouncing yeah, on that right yeah, away. Yeah. Um but yeah, we do have NXT TakeOver Cardiff mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I know the BWE will be doing a show on yes, that. Yes, so check that out, postwrestling.com. Um, I, I really hope they pull off something very special because I think this brand is okay, so pretty let's, dead. Let's talk about this because they did a uh, prime target. Have yes, you seen this? I've, I've heard the buzz. I've oh, not man. had a chance to watch it yet. Walter. I saw clips of Walter like training. <laughs> Walter's in his gym, Yeah, which I need a ring camp uh, shirt, by the mm. way. Dominic... Mysterio is in his gym and he's beating up his trainer his trainees and he's like you're small hit me and the guy like hits him and then Walter's like no 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 no. hit me again he's like look at you how tall are you you're like Tyler Bate say you're Tyler Bate and the guy's like like what he's like hit me and then he hits the guy and he boots him in the face he's like say you're Tyler Bate he's like I'm Tyler Bate yeah you are and then just beats him up it's really funny Uh, it's really good I, en- I enjoyed that. I think Walter Tyler Bate will deliver 100%. Oh, it should do, yeah. There's another interesting fact. Uh, there's a guy named Cesaro. Who new now- teeth. Yeah, yeah, new teeth Cesaro. New, new character, new teeth, new everything. He uh, has put a video on WWE.com. He says that he will be showing up mm. at TakeOver Cardiff with an all-hands-on experience. So is Cesaro just going to float around to different things here because that's fucking cool yeah cesaro versus walter down the line that would be amazing that would be crazy right Mm. um again i don't watch nxt uk week to week it just doesn't have the the there's a lot of wrestling in a week and even people like me and you you, we can't watch it all yeah there's just too much but i would say a lot of people are not really following the product that religiously especially you know with the progress kind of disappearing maybe Mm. possibly um but the rest of the card i'd say like is not like you're saying, they need to pull out. Some, they need to, they need to do something to kind of get a little pop in circumstance. Yeah. And I, maybe that's the Cesaro angle that they're trying to get that with. But everything else is a little cold. To it me. is. Um, I think it is a good time to be airing because yeah, anyway, sure. it's a Saturday. It's middle of the day in like North America. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people who might not be doing anything might go, oh, there's this UK show. Why not? I'm not doing anything sure. right now. So it might get a few eyes that way. Um, I do like the timing of it. It's especially with it, cool. it's just, it's kind of like a wrestling day. This feels like NFL Sundays, where you yeah. spend all day it's watching weird. games. Uh, we're not used to that here. Like, yeah, they're, they're promoting it, and it's like 2 p.m. And I'm like, whoa, I'm going to wake up at like noon, roll out of bed, make another pumpkin spice latte, and then watch some wrestling. Like, this is great. You could watch the New Japan show, then watch... Take over on delay and probably be finished in time for 
all out all in the out. evening. Wow, my whole Saturday, just full of wrestling. Yeah. Just full of wrestling. Yeah, the New Japan card looks very interesting as well. Uh, Okada, Suzuki. I think it's one of the best overseas cards. Yeah, that looks, it looks, that really, looks really good. That looks really exciting as well. Uh, I'm interested in, you have to, we have to wait for it, but Amazing Red versus Will Ospreay. Mm. Have you seen some of the clips from the live show there? Oh boy. I, I really can't wait to see what, they haven't released it. Or yeah, why has the Super J Cup not been? I have no like, idea, it's, but that's kind of silly in my opinion. It's annoying when you yeah. pay your subscription. Yeah, why are you paying? Although they're you? not, they're not club WWA. Oh man, Jesus. Yeah, go listen to David review Evolve last weekend with uh, your buddy Jason Solomon. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, did the Sunday show, but you had some trouble trying to get the shows, the Evolve shows. So I, you gotta listen to. This. I paid thirty dollars to get this show because <laughs> I paid my subscription to Club WWN, and then I paid twenty bucks to get the show, and I have since learned that. You, you didn't need to pay that $20, oh but the website is so bloody confusing. Um, yeah, go check out that Evolve review. Yes. Try and work out how to sign up to <laughs> Club WWN and follow Evolve for the couple of months leading into possibly this network. Right. You see, as NXT leaves the network, what will take its place in those slots? I mean, they're looking to do t- some tiers. Mm. On their network, possibly Evolve or like the the other indie stuff in NXT Canada, Destiny, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure they're going to be some new shows with a lot of new, fresh, green faces coming to the network. And WWE is just going to be the monopoly of wrestling. Yeah. It's going to be like your Disney Disney Plus. Plus. There you go. Yeah. Which we could also briefly mention Obi-Wan Kenobi is having his own brand new show. Mm. So most people are now... Okay, I'm officially signing up for Disney Plus. You have given us the Ian McGregor, sorry, who? Ewan, Ewan, Ewan. McGregor, Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan as a Disney Plus show, a series. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'm thinking maybe I'll sign up. But then they announced that Hillary Duff will be returning for a brand new Lizzie McGuire series on Disney Plus. Take my money. I don't give a fuck about your Obi Wan. And Take- also to top it all. We have High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. That is the title. High School Musical, The Musical, I excited The that. Series. I know you're excited. You sh- how are you not in it? I know. I'm stuck at Gabby's. <laughs> in a basement with you. Um, and, then, um, and then I just saw that they are re-releasing Aladdin and Lion King from the SNES, or the SNES as you call it. They are? For Switch. Get you, out! You can as one like you buy it and you get both games, the Aladdin and the Lion King. I just watched it and it's like remastered, new levels and all this shit. It's I, I need that. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. We need to buy it. You have the Tiff switch. doesn't want to switch back. We're not giving it back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to practice for our next it's Mario Kart tournament. <laughs> I need to practice for our next yeah, Mario you Kart. Sucked. <laughs> I haven't played since. Although I got a, there was a Mario Kart tournament at the C and E. Yeah, and uh, they were like, "Hey, like we're closing down, but like we're, we have a few slots left. We're doing a little tournament." Anyway, and then, sorry, I've embarrassed myself <laughs> enough this month. <laughs> I said, "I said, no, 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 no I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to wipe the floor with these little kids." She's like, "Oh," I was like, "But I see you're handing out Luigi hats. Can I have one?" She's like, "Yeah." So she gave me this paper hat. It's like Luigi paper hat. Didn't fit my head. No, I have a big head. Um, so there's a lot of wrestling this weekend, but I read this story. Mm. Uh, the Observer is reporting that NXT, possibly, don't quote me on this, I'm just reading the mm. dirt sheets like everyone else on Reddit, Squared Circle, NXT is possibly looking to bring back two people to be uh, 
the, the story read, quote unquote, the face of NXT Wednesday nights. Two people bringing back. Who do you think NXT is bringing back? Are we <clears throat> counting Gargano as gone? No. No. Okay. Um, they are no longer in the company in WWE. Oh. But there's rumors that they're bringing them back. No longer in the company. And they were in NXT? They were in NXT. Um, hmm. You've, you've gotten too much. You, it's too late now. Okay. Enzo Amore and Oh, no, Big I did Cass. see this. For NXT? <laughs> oh, I saw they were thinking of bringing him back. God, no. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Uh, I hope it's just dirt sheets. But I feel I might ask John and Way to do AEW. <laughs> you want to swap out now, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Big Cass... He's gotten in a, in some pretty decent shape. He's like jacked. He's crazy jacked. Have you seen pictures of him on the indies? Uh, I have not watched any of his wrestling on the indies. Not very interested in that. But um, his story is like a comeback kid story. And he's like doing interviews talking about like, you know, he's struggled through a lot of things and he's trying to come back. And then you have Enzo and he's been, I don't know. It's, it, I don't want to just say, I hate you guys. I don't want to see you. But at the same time, it's like... There's already a weird rub from them that I think you can't get that back. Like, you can't change that in people's minds. Yeah, I agree. But I guess we shall see. I don't know. Do you want to see Enzo and Cass back on NXT? I really don't. No, not at all. I really don't. Not at all. Uh, I like NXT because I like actual wrestling. Yeah. And I just don't think those two fit the bill, so to speak. I think that NXT come Wednesdays, because we're watching the, we watch this show week to week. We know this show... More than a lot of people, because we literally sit here and talk about it every week. They recently brought back Pete Dunne. This week, they bring in someone else from the UK. Mm. They're bringing NXT to a two-hour show. I have a feeling that NXT UK could maybe fizzle into some other indie thing that they bring into the thing. And NXT UK guys join the NXT here. And NXT, the two-hour show, is just some big melting pot of like all the NXT guys. I don't know. Because I feel like... NXT on the USA, two hours, makes it seem so big and so amazing. And then I'm supposed to watch NXT UK, which doesn't have that same sizzle. I I can't see that <laughs> happening. I don't think uh, NXT UK costs them a bunch to do. Okay. You're not flying these guys. You're saying, remember, you're talking about flying sure, all sure. these guys yeah, over. Yeah, you're right. All these guys live in the UK. Yeah. It's produced by people that do the UK shows anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, you can just tell by the, the quality, they're not shipping WWE cameras over there. It's mm. like filmed there. So I don't think it actually costs them too much. And sure, it might not be a, a huge ratings thing on the network, but it is weekly original content. I, I, I can, I can see crossovers yeah, for sure, crossover. but I can't see NXT UK going, like a, especially NXT. when they... They want to expand. They want to do an NXT Japan and an yeah, NXT, NXT Japan and, and stuff. That. Like you can yeah. bring in all these guys, different people, and I think it'll be just a whole. Like, I, I like the idea of two hundred five NXT NXT UK mixing it up, having their own like. Sorry, did you say two hundred five NXT NXT two hundred five? No, I said NXT <laughs> two hundred five. Oh, okay, got you, got you. NXT UK. Sure. Um, <laughs> but you can see like a a. Like, their own roster shake-up. Like, you sure, have your yeah. Raw and SmackDown uh, yeah. superstar shake-up. Have it amongst these guys would be cool. Yeah, trade... Uh, trade. Who would you trade from NXT to the UK and then they swap permanently? Well, we just got Pete Dunne, so we got to give them someone. 
Kona um, Reeves. Kona Reeves, yeah. <laughs> Which we will get to later in this episode. Big news for next week's episode of NXT. But let's talk about this week's NXT, because we've rambled on enough. Let's talk about the Wednesday, August 28th edition of NXT 2019. It starts off with the new Io Shirai. Emo Shirai. She comes down to the ring with her sweet-ass entrance. The Descent into Darkness. Um, I'm drinking my pumpkin spice. It's Halloween season, as you all know. <laughs> and Eo is reminding me of, like, the movie The Craft. She's like a witch. She's, like, okay. all, like, emo. She's got, although she's got some, like, glitter on her face. It just looks really fitting. It looks cool. I... I would say I'm I'm a huge fan of this new character and yeah. Io Shirai. I didn't like the yelling on the way to the ring. Okay. I thought she came across as a babyface with a really badass entrance. The, the crowd loved her. Which they were cheering. The crowd are obviously like she's won people over with this character change. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's very soon to. I think it looks like you're very quickly having a face. You're right. Already, just the the screaming the. The way she was in the match, I think if you were watching this cold, you'd go, this is a your big, badass baby face. Yeah, anti-hero kind of thing. Which... Deal. They need to get some heat on it. She needs to do they something. They do, and I, yeah. I feel Candice might suffer in this. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Because the crowd here, this was the first time you got to CEO after TakeOver Toronto mm. at Full Sail when the tapings happened. And coming off that hot match, of course the crowd's going to cheer for you. And, and this character, like to me, this character brings me in. I really enjoy it. The everything, the whole package here. And yeah, the crowd was chanting for her. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's Io Shirai versus Cami Fields. Mm. Now, I didn't recognize the name, but I was looking at this girl's face, Cami Fields. I was like, why do I know who this is? I've seen this person. Uh, SummerSlam weekend mm -hmm. at the Progress show, I saw Tony Storm versus Holiday. Holiday. Okay. I believe. Cammy Fields and Holiday are the Holiday, sorry, are the exact same person. I think it's the same. She just wears face paint and like a spooky okay. gimmick. So uh, good for her making her way here to NXT. But I'm sorry, uh, Cammy Fields, you're about to lose to the greatest women's wrestler of all the times. Uh, the match starts off, and Io Shirai, like a rocket, runs at her, hits a drop kick. Um, there's a, a spot where she gets she she goes for her butterfly like backbreaker, but uh, Fields counters that with a backdrop. Shirai lands on her feet just so smoothly, hits like a, a palm thrust to the chin. Looked amazing. Uh, she hits the meteora in the corner, and then she perches up on the top rope like Spider Man. Io Shirai does that like weird pose on the top yeah. rope where she like poses and then hits her beautiful moonsault. But when it gets to the three count, she stops her own pinfall. She breaks up her own pinfall. That was where she was trying to get the heat. Yeah. But the crowd's like, oh, shit. She's so badass that she broke. And it's like, oh, oh, it's doing. You're right. It's doing. The it's still cool. But it's doing the opposite effect. Because yeah. you're like, oh, no, you she should have just beat her up. Like, non she just should have got DQ'd. Beat her up. However, she breaks the own pinfall after the moonsault. And then... Locks in the move she's been doing, which uh, it's like the, the the dark orchid or whatever. But they now call it the Harujuku Clutch, the Harujuku Clutch. And uh, Holly Dead Cami Fields taps out instantly. Uh, the match is over, but Yoshirai keeps the hold in even longer. 
After that, she gets up, she goes outside the ring, she goes underneath and finds a kendo stick and then goes back into the ring. Who knows what she's going to do with it, but... Candice LeRae runs in for the save, grabs the kendo sticks, and starts swinging away at Io Shirai and chases Shirai up the ramp. And Shirai is just in shock here. She's like, what? And yelling in Japanese, my favorite, and just screaming. And then you have the shot of Candice. You have the shot of Io. It's like a weird standoff because clearly this story is continuing, which I am okay with. However, the commentary were very like, oh, well, they had that match at Toronto TakeOver. Like, Io Shirai should be looking forward to the women's title. They kept saying, yeah. women's title, women's title, women's title. So I'm like, yeah, these two should be the ones fighting over the yeah. title. Because these two are like so delivering. Um, I, I kind of think this has maybe... I don't think they were aware how good this would yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I'm pretty sure the plan was originally to have that breakout tournament match on takeover sure, yeah, yeah. and i think they changed it because how good these two were yeah and now i think they're trying to figure out how are we getting <laughs> how it, are we gonna get the title how are we getting it to that stage and you kind of had that with uh champa and gargano they yes. realized ah, we need to yeah. switch this yeah and yeah. it worked with with that story um and i think they're trying to figure it out at the moment i thought this was a great open to the show um just a lot of energy with io shirai opening her her speed is incredible. Like, her Meteora looks so deadly yes. because she runs at them so fast. And her Moonsault, she manages to get so much speed with it. It's not a, it's not a beautiful, high-arch Moonsault like Charlotte's is, is beautiful looking. Sure, yeah. But this was just so quick that you think, God, that is absolutely flattening She's them. the genius of the sky, dude. Um, and that first uh, kendo stick swipe from Candice. Candice. Yeah, hit her like, right I'm, They must have practiced that a lot because that would have just taken a head off if she didn't. I, I, I'm enjoying this because um, that match at Toronto, looking back, it's like how you just described. It's like more organic. It's mm. like we knew this match was going to be good and then it kind of like over-delivered. We were like, hey, these, these girls like killed it, man. Like they yeah. were amazing. So now that this is continuing, I'm actually really invested into this. Um, there was a WWE... Japan, Twitter, mm. after the fact, the cameras kept rolling. They follow, this was not aired on the episode. They follow Io Shirai. I'm the Io Shirai uh, journalist here, by the way. You need to know anything about Io Shirai? You talk to me. Io Shirai is outside full sail. And <laughs> go find this on their Twitter. It's amazing. She is yelling into the camera and they put subtitles for you. You can read what she's saying. And she is very upset. She is saying, why am I not the champion? I should be the champion. Why is Candice LeRae keep getting involved in my stuff? I don't want anything to do with Candice LeRae, but she keeps getting involved in my shit. That's pretty much what Can that's pretty much what EO is saying. But it's just her yelling in Japanese at the camera and acting all like literally psychotic. Mm. Her character is taking this real like gone mental. Stage, I I, I worry love. a bit about that. Oh, I've I've watched the video like thirty times. Right. I <laughs> in my room alone because I've enjoyed the more quiet like the way the way she just shook Candice sure. off like ish, like shoot her out the ring at yeah. the end that really cool but like quiet I, mm. I liked that whereas okay. this I'm getting Nikki Cross vibes sure I can see it getting mm. that way okay. um, like the screaming coming to the ring she hasn't done that before and I was just a bit mm, I'm not sure okay. I love her I think she's 
awesome. She like, but she, I'm worried they're going to start pushing it too much that it's it's going to take away what emo Shirai. She like. looks like she's like a evil Japanese vampire. Sure, she's like in in the club in the Blade movies, just yelling at people, hitting people with kendo sticks. I love it. This is what wrestling needs. Um, just to go away from that for a second, some breaking news. <laughs> yeah. from Dave Meltzer. Yeah, WWE says no interest in Enzo and Cass at this time. <laughs> so looks like that's not happening. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dave. Uh, so we will see what happens with Candice and Io Shirai because that actually sounds quite interesting. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We go to a backstage like flash of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. They are getting ready for their title match tonight because our main event is the NXT tag titles are on the line. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly versus the Street Profits tonight. We will see that. Uh, we get a vignette for Kushida. He says, my time has come. What do you think about this? We can't, we don't have time for you on TV. We're just going to air in a vignette. Follow you can't have them all on. I like that not everyone's on every week. They put him on a lot, but I keep, I, they keep airing these like real generic things for him. I love Kushida. He's like literally one of my favorites, but this is very like basic. I would find like, I don't know, until they have. No, but they're not ready to. You could have had him here. You could have had him here uh, backstage, doing talking to Regal or something. And you have your 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 Riddick Moss come up to him and be like, "Yo, Kushida, you're, you're trash." And then, okay, cool, Kushida versus Riddick Moss. Like this small. Do you little, care about that? And then you'd see some shitty matches. I just with know Riddick that Moss, like they're like, gonna book these matches anyways. They're gonna keep booking Kushida in these matches. Like Kushida's not gonna have storylines. I think. For a while. I think what I like about NXT is they don't do a story for the sake of doing a story. They wait until someone is ready. We we see this with Keith Lee and Dijakovic, and they're both going to be elevated after sure. this week. Right. Um, I don't mind just the quick, remember this guy? Sure. I just, this I one, think when, th- they're re- when they're ready and they've got something in place, and the moment they're doing the gimmick where he's fighting someone from every right. promotion, Evolve. I think they'll, yeah. How is him and Evolve? Good. It's good, right? Good yeah. match, yeah. Um... I think until they're ready, they'll just keep doing that. I, I'm okay with that for now. I just feel like it's like you plucked him, and now he's just he's just kind of he's your indie guy. He's doing this. He's learning how to camera works on the indie, on the the Florida loop, and then finally they'll put him on 205. So he should. Yeah, I guess 205 needs a hero. It's Kushida. Time has come. Okay, let's go to the next part of this show. Uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. And I would say, if you haven't seen this match yet and are just listening for recaps, stop the show and watch this match. This is where we tell you, hey, you have to watch this match as a wrestling fan. Yes, this is the match everyone will be talking about and already is talking about. Match of the week guaranteed here. Bask in his glory. Limitless no more. He is, what is he? He's He's not limitless anymore. He's relentless. I don't know. There's too many lists. Yeah. He's a HBIC or... No, that's the head head baddie in charge. Sure, he's that. The head... head fuck. <laughs> Too many abbreviations. Uh, bask in his glory, in fact, Keith Lee. Dominic Dijakovic is returning from injury. Now, we have seen these, these two fight on the indies, which is incredible. We have seen them kind of fight, and we were waiting for the rubber match, and we didn't get it due to injury. But now, this match is happening here in full sale. So, uh, the match starts off. These two giants, big lads wrestling, as we like to call here on Up Next, they start to club it out. They're striking each other. Um, 
the match starts with Keith Lee doing the drop down, the leap, the leapfrog shit. I don't know how a guy that big does this. Like, I'm six one. I'm like, I don't know, definitely over two hundred pounds around there. And like, I have a bad sleep and my back hurts for like two days. Keith Lee is like six something, over three hundred pounds. And he's doing jumps and leapfrogs. And like, how do I learn? When did you last do DDP yoga? <laughs> I'm down. I asked you this week. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you still got your DDP yoga? I should try it. Yeah. Got to do some exercises, man. Yeah. Getting in these that. late tw- late 20s. I know you can't see, but Braden's version of exercise is jazz hands. I, I think you were just doing That's how exercise. Jazz hands is exercise. <laughs> and you just pulled your back doing that. <laughs> oh, my back. Um, yeah, Keith Lee. Like, he's so big, mm. but he just drops down and jumps up. All the, Like, all these moves are crazy. But let's not forget about Dijak, because he is like, fuck your leapfrog shit. Hits a cyclone boot to the face. Uh, there's a series of strikes, like a back elbow and then a front elbow by Keith Lee. He fights back. Um, Beth Phoenix on commentary says that Keith, Keith Lee's fists are like the size of baseball mitts. So imagine getting hit with a hand. Yeah. The commentary back in the day whenever I watched big show matches would be like, his hands are like frying pans because yeah. he would chop you and you would like, that's a good analogy. Good on you, Beth. Um, they do a test of strength in the corner where Keith Lee's trying to smash Dijak's head off the turnbuckle. He keeps trying to fight it, fight it. But finally, Lee does hit him uh, face first into that and then hits a slingshot cross body into the ring. Slingshot cross body. By the guy who's over 300 pounds. Again, what the fuck? Um, there's a huge clothesline from Keith Lee turning Dijak inside out. It's a clothesline because it doesn't finish the match. It's a lariat when it does finish the match. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you follow what's been going on with Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. But if you even know who those people are. I know who those people are. <laughs> I've seen both. Kobe Bryant, yesterday in an interview or whatever, said that uh, if Shaq actually put the work ethic in and actually was in the gym all the time, that he and Kobe would have a lot more rings. <laughs> That's what he said. If Shaq, Because Shaq is the best, but he didn't go to the gym. Because yeah. if he went to the gym, they would have a lot more championship rings because if Shaq actually like trained, he'd be good. <laughs> it made me think of... Keith Lee, if he was in the gym, he'd be number. He'd be NXT champion here. So Kobe Bryant hates Keith Lee. Uh, it's very similar. Uh, there's a, a super kick and a big boot sending Keith Lee to the outside. And Dominic Dijakovic just randomly hits a Flosbury flop to the outside. Fosbury. Fosbury? Yeah. He should not call it this because he's he's like a big like I don't know he's supposed to be like a nationalist or some shit. He sh- he should be. They, Mario's like the Fosbury flop. I'm like don't no that's like someone else. Don't say that. Just just say it's a dive or something. Why can't you call it a Fosbury flop? It sounds so like not menacing. He's supposed <laughs> to be the scary like this dude. Uh, <laughs> this dude's like six five, six six. How are you jumping like that? How are you going to the outside like that? You're gonna hurt yourself. Holy shit, man. Again, watch this match. Uh, uh, Fosbury? Fosbury. I've been calling it Flosbury for... The Snozberries taste like Snozberries. You know why it's called that? It's a guy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, the high jump in like the Olympics gotcha. and stuff. People used to jump over it like scissor kick with their legs. Okay. And then this guy, Dick Fosbury, was, hmm. hey, I can jump higher if I jump like head first back uh. over it. So it's the, it's the style you... People do high jumps with. Yeah, okay. So it's a high jump over the top rope. Fosbury. Yeah. 
The Fosbury Flop. Yes. Say that ten times fast. The Fosbury Flop from Don... <laughs> the Fosbury Flop from Dominic Dijakovic. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Tongue twisters to get you going. If you have a, a meeting today, you have a presentation, just use our up next tongue twisters. Fosbury Flop, Dominic Dijakovic. Say it ten times fast. The Fosbury Flop to the outside. Again, this dude is like 6'5". I, I don't understand how this guy does it. Dijak then goes back into the ring. He climbs the top rope. And he jumps to a... Keith Lee is standing now in the ring. And Dijak goes for a mid-air Huracan Rana off the top rope. But Keith Lee catches him. It was actually a... It was like a rolling centaur. Yeah, off I know. Top. It's and crazy. got caught in the Huracan It's position. like the AJ Styles catching you for the Styles Clash yeah. counter, right? Like, so Dijak flips, gets caught in the powerbomb position. He's about to get powerbombed. But instead, he flips backwards, lands on his feet, sort of at least, but then allows Keith Lee then to hit him with a series of strikes. But Dijak counters out of that and hits his suplex-like toss thing. Yeah. Not just a vertical suplex, but like he goes to vertical suplex you and then like throws you. It's like mm. he half-asses it. It's like half-suplex, half-explex. Yes. He hits this on Keith Lee. Keith Lee is like 340 pounds. And he just throws him like nothing. Then he goes for a moonsault. Dominic Dijakovic hits a moonsault for a two count. Full Sail University is going insane at this point. And I was shouting at my TV during this entire match. I was watching this late at night. And I know you were in your room watching. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like shouting at my TV. I was like, what the hell? Because of this spot coming up right here. Now, both guys, they're fighting up top now. They're climbing the turnbuckle. They're both trying to hit something on the other one. You don't know what's going to happen. They're both struggling for, to see who's going to fall off the top here. Someone who clearly was near a microphone is like, ah, don't do Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some female voice. She was like, oh, my God, they're going <laughs> to die. Ah, she's just screaming, screaming at them like, don't die. And then get this. Keith Lee hits an avalanche Spanish fly on Dijak, off the top rope, and Dijak kicks out at two. Holy shit, indeed. The crowd went crazy. It, 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 it then cuts after the two count. It cuts to the crowd in Full Sail. And we hate on Full Sail a lot because they're a weird crowd. It's like your regulars. It's mm. like, I don't know. It's like they're accustomed. They're, they're finally, finally, the, the, the shot here where everyone is legit like, what did we just see? It yeah. was like the actual perfect shot of a crowd reaction. Yeah, I I thought Full Sail were great yeah. here. I And there are times where you forget there's what, a couple of hundred people yeah, there. Yeah, 400 people. And sometimes you Not watch even. it and I feel like I'm watching something in an arena mm -hmm. because of the reactions. Yeah. And you know something's good where when the generic chants stop. And it's just genuine, what the, what, yeah, jeez, like, what have I seen there? Everyone was losing their mind. And I think the shots here were there's crazy. also a moment where in a crowd, and it's, it's amazing to be in when you suddenly go, oh, we're watching something really special right exactly. here. And the camera's caught this perfectly. Yeah, the camera finally is just catching like all these people. Like, literally, all these people are like standing and like there's, there's so many shots of people's hands on their mm. heads. I do this at wrestling. They're, when we went to Madison Square yeah. Garden, the shot of me when... when uh, 
Kota Ibushi kicked out of the the Destino. Destino. I put my hands on my head like, oh my god, and it was shown. And it's like that's what you see here. It's like everyone's losing their mind. These two giants, these big lads wrestling, and they hit a fucking Spanish fly off the top rope, and that's not even the end of the match. Mm. The match continues. Uh, now Lee is like, how do I put this guy down? I hit him with a Spanish fly, and he didn't stay down. So Lee climbs. The top rope. He's going up for his own moonsault of some sort. But Dijak gets up. He then uh, Charlie horses him. He hits him right in the back of the knee. That's that's how you get mm. someone, right? Isn't that a Charlie horse when you hit them right in the back of the leg? He starts like hitting him there. Now, Lee is going for what Morrow was calling the uh, doom salt. I guess just a giant moonsault from Keith Lee. But Dijak keeps fighting. Then super kicks the back of the knee. Now, which leaves... Uh, Keith Lee, like, on the top rope, but, like, disheveled, like, kind of like, ugh, he's injured, he's groggy, which allows Dijak to lift Keith Lee onto his back in the torture rack, which allows him to set up the Feast Your Eyes. He flips the torture rack into the giant knee lift, and Dijak, Dijakovic pins Keith Lee what a match. Holy shit. Moro Ronaldo says, don't call it a comeback because Dijak is here. And it cuts to a standing ovation for both mm. men here in Full Sail University. Wow, what a match. I was not expecting this when I was match. This match was incredible. Uh, clever way to do the end um, to get Keith Lee on Dijakovic's shoulders. Yes. Um, so it didn't look contrived no, at all. No, not at all. Um, I think, I mean, both these guys are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think Dijakovic is a future champion. I, I can't, they can't how miss with this they guy. can. He's got everything Vince loves mm-hmm. in size, bad foreign heel. Mm-hmm. Like the if Vince wants to do the classic Vince thing and do that very easy angle of like anti-America sure. thing and do it with this guy, he put on killer matches that. I wouldn't even care. And I hate that angle. Yeah. Sure. I hate that angle. But this guy, like, think the the gender run a couple of years ago. Sure. Or even, I'm a, I'm a Rusev fan, yeah, but think Rusev. if he was in Imagine that Imagine Rusev was really good. <laughs> like, I, I think Rusev's fine, but no. God, this guy yeah, this looks, he looks incredible. amazing. The stuff he does is amazing. I think he could mix it up with guys of all sizes. Like, I'd want to see him against... A Walter against a Cesaro, a Ricochet. Um, but yeah, I'd want to see him against a Ricochet, a Gargano, a Rollins, a Brian. Yeah, uh, this guy. I mean, we say it a lot, but you've got to do serious, like shit, to fuck this guy up. You, I think, and you know because, they will. <laughs> you know they will. I think he's got it all. And uh, yeah. maybe we haven't seen him a great deal on the mic, but he's got this intensity about him where he eyes. doesn't need to talk too much. Um, you can always put him with a mouthpiece down the line if you if you need to, um, but yeah, I I want to see this guy at the top of the NXT card definitely. Um, well, we we talked about this on this show that there's a reason like these. I would say these, especially Keith Lee, he's the toy waiting to be played with. Like mm. like they know he's going to be a big guy here on NXT or WWE. Mm. Like I feel like Triple H is like I know I have you in my pocket for yeah. when I need you. And I think now Dijak is another one of those guys. Like, hmm, we have two hours to fill on Wednesday nights. We need a 25-minute-plus long match, but we need a banger. Like, if you aired this on 
Wednesday when they launch, people are going to be like, what yeah. the hell did I just watch? Yeah. Right? So, what I'm saying is I need to see them fight again and again and again and again. I, put them I, as a tag team. Put them as anything. Just put them I on my TV. Do the rematch on that. <sighs> do Either it. on the, the one against AEW. Yes. Like, Set it up like, for them. You can't miss with these two, clearly. Uh, I thought this match was just so much fun. And again, I even forgot this match was happening until like I started watching this. I was like, oh yeah, that's tonight. Yeah, sweet. And then it just came out of nowhere. Um, it's It was just amazing. And I have to say that um, Mauro Ronaldo and Nigel McGuinness are the best commentary team. Oh, yeah. Like, Mauro Ronaldo helps you believe everything. He, like, he is selling these guys as two warriors. Mm. And by the time the match was getting crazy with the Spanish fly, like, Mauro's losing his goddamn mind. Yeah. And when Lo- Mauro's losing his mind and shouting and saying all these things, Nigel's there, like, hitting you with the facts saying the heights and the weights of these guys, like, how are they doing this? Look at the size of them. It's just like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, shitting on Beth Phoenix, but like, Morrow and Nigel are fantastic. maybe the best. And team. you know, Nigel McGuinness had incredible matches in his career. Sure. He, he, ju- he loves wrestling. Exactly, yeah. It, so, you just tell. It just sounds so when good. when he's, he's not this bitter veteran, oh, back in my day, oh, a man of that size yeah. shouldn't be doing that. He's just going, wow, look where wrestling yeah. has come. And just, just in awe of it, which is it. As an audience, you get that, and it makes you feel that as well. Because I found I found myself watching this match. A lot of the times I watch wrestling, and you forget about the commentary. I would say because of WWE, you watch a WWE match that's like blowing you away. But Michael Cole's like vintage. You're like, I don't give a fuck. But yeah. Hiro Morrow was like actually like so invested into this. It reminded me of when I would watch Jr. and King. Like Jr. and King were my favorite, mm. and because Jr. would just be like, look at this, this is insane, this is crazy, and yelling, and then King would have, like, his snarky off comments, but Morrow, like, just sells so, I think Morrow could sell ice to an Eskimo, be like, mm. look at this, it's ice, yeah. you could do it, it's, it's fantastic, I think he, I don't know, it just made this so much more special, so, I like your idea, let's do another rematch, uh, October 2nd, mm. live in full sale, just to say fuck you, because NXT can go, we've been you complaining could- about NXT... For a little while, the past few months, it's been this weird lull. You know why? Because they've been holding back. They know that they have this deal coming, and now they're going to just go full throttle. Charlie's Angels too. Just go. <laughs> but I think you had, uh, I think you had some big characters who moved from NXT yes, as yes. well, and it's you've then got these guys who you know are good, but character-wise, you're not necessarily invested in. After tonight, these two guys, you're like, yep, put in. Any position at a takeover, and I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely need to see more of these guys. Uh, I I have to, because I don't know how you have... Again, go watch this match if you haven't. We can talk about this match all day, Um, but go check it out. Keith Lee, Dijak, you're okay in my books, gentlemen. We then go to a video promo. It is the story of Johnny Gargano. It's showing uh, his whole career here in NXT. It shows his time with DIY. Tomasa Champa shows his time when he's uh, having his feud with Champa. It shows him when he finally became NXT champion. Uh, it's just like a whole recap. It's like basically like saying bye to him, kind of. I don't know. It's weird. But- this video made me cry. <laughs> it, uh, honestly, I thought the the music they used. I was it Avengers or was it knockoff Avengers? Sure, yeah. It it sounded kind of Hans Zimmer esque sure, as well. Um, just very theatrical movie production mm-hmm. 
I thought they told his story amazingly. I, I loved this video package. I thought this was awesome. It's the whole story, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. And then it shows uh, the commentary team, Nigel, Morrow, and Beth. They are saying, like, we don't know where Johnny's going. You know, we wish him the best. You know, what will NXT... What are we going to do? With, is that the end of... Like, they're, like, leaving it open. It's kind of like the end of Stranger Things this season. Mm -hmm. It's like, is it... Is it? Is he gone? Is he not gone? He's, wait, he's coming back. That's him, right? He's coming back. He's coming back. Is he coming back? He's coming back. Well, they're interrupted because Shane Thorne comes in. He says, why are you talking about Gargano? That's old news. Mate, I'm Shane Thorne. I'm better than him. He's nothing. Why are you talking about old news? We need to talk about the future. We need to go forward here. And uh, they tell him to buzz off. He says, ah, and then he walks off. I just put, he's being so Australian here. <laughs> <laughs> why? What's, what's so, he's I don't know why I put that, but <laughs> he's Australian. just like things you're saying. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to do that's, it, that's, but <laughs> it was funny. He made me laugh. Shane Thorne's great. He's really Yeah, good. he's he's growing on me. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think Gargano's going. No. Though. no. Um, I think maybe he was, and then this deal came, and they're like, no. They're like, listen, man, we need you. And I, I think he should be there forever. He's Mr. NXT. He is. Uh, I'd love to see a day where like, NXT gets invaded by some people, and he's the guy that wow. is the face of NXT he's a to lead the troops. Yeah. yeah, He's the guy. Yeah, I don't think he's leaving. Especially so I deal. assume we're seeing Shane Thorne, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, which sounds great. Yeah, Make that the, the special. I don't read ahead. We get a recap of Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim. Now, <laughs> was it last week when Regal told Mia Yim to fuck off? Because <laughs> yeah. they show this again, and I forgot. Well, this, this was on WWE.com. You told me about this. So <laughs> this, this is was the so first funny. time I saw it. This is so funny. Oh. I, uh, watching it back, I was like, oh, yeah. So William Regal is on his phone, and Mia Yim's like, hey, William Regal, did you see that? I got beat up. Regal, what are you doing? Hey, Regal, I got beat up. He's like, hey, fuck off. I'm on the phone. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so he says, funny. look, you lost in a boring match at TakeOver. <laughs> you had your chance. And you beat up those women. Of course they're going to come back for you. Yeah, what did you expect? Uh, I He's not wrong. NXT doesn't do this a lot where they bury their own talent, yeah. but this really felt like that for Mia Yim. Yeah, I, I, um, deservingly so. It was just so funny to watch. I don't... I, like, it <laughs> was, but it was just weird. I like, why it. would they do that? Oh, they need to move forward. They realized they cut but their what, losses. Why need... Like, this... You don't need this scene to move forward. You just move forward. It was, yeah. Instead, they were moving forward yeah, and, and going, fuck you, to Mia Yim. It was really weird. I just love it. It it's was like, funny, it's like, but, like, I feel really sorry for It's her. like I was watching a sitcom. It's like, hey, uh, William, Regal, hey, Regal, hey, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the phone. Give me someone. Well, there's no one. Anyone, just give me someone. Anyone. I need to talk on the phone. I don't want to talk to her. It was weird. Yeah. I find that so funny. Uh, so it's a recap because Shayna Baszler and the horse people, they come down to the ring. Shayna Baszler is about to talk. She's about to grab a microphone and some unfamiliar music hits. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley from NXT UK. Her music is very scary. The mm. beginning of it's like someone yelling. And she comes down to the ring. The crowd reacted big to this. Yeah, they were like, like, whoa. Like, they're like, whoa, who's, whoa, why is she here? Crazy. She snatches the microphone out of Shayna's hand before Shayna has even said anything. Rhea Ripley says, another Aussie here mm. in the NXT world. She says, I know uh, you're going to say that you've beaten everyone here. But you haven't beaten me, bitch. Whoa! 
craziness. So Shayna and the horse people retreat. They leave. This was great. So that's all you what needed a debut. to do. That's all you needed to do. Um, yeah, g- good person to choose to bring over. I think Full Cell know her from the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Where if, even if they don't watch NXT UK, they remember her from the tournament last year. And right. she was a big presence on that tournament. Um, yeah, I think Rhea Ripley... Great feud for Shayna. I was a little upset when Rhea Ripley moved to the UK. Yeah. NXT. Because uh, during the Mae Young Classic, we did a show for that. Um, I praised her. I think she's fantastic. I want to see Rhea Ripley Charlotte down the line uh, at some point soon. And they they have teased it on their Twitters and stuff like that. Because people see the similarity. Like, they're both kind of big mm. giants in the women's wrestling world. But, uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley, I'm a big fan. I think this character can work. I Like I said, I... I I rarely watch NXT UK, but I do. And she's been feuding with uh, Viper. And I don't even think that match is on the Cardiff card. I think that's op- I think it's a dark match. Right. And some people are upset because they've been kind of teasing that feud between Viper and uh, Rhea. But I think Rhea is a force to, to be... Re- she's like giant. She's got a crazy look. Like She looks like a metalhead, like rocker. She's big. She's scary. She's Aussie. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, think, I think when I think of... like wrestling and i look at her she fits the bill yeah like she looks and like unique a, yeah 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 she, yeah, yeah. she stands out so i'm i'm definitely interested in this scene this because Shayna is supposed to be this like she wears the metal shirts and the leather jacket and she's supposed to be the badass she looks so small standing next mm-hmm. to rhea ripley like it, like that's the part of this 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 uh angle here is to make Shayna look look scared yeah. finally she's like whoa, whoa 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 someone else is doing this even more scarier than me, I got to get out of here. So, when do you see this match happening? I don't know. Do you think the first USA show? Sure. Yeah. Do it. I do, don't know. Do you I... think that's where they're building to with most feuds? Like treat that show like a takeover? I I would treat that show. I would say the September 18th show should have some craziness on it. Mm. Whatever happens, just something happens, whether it be Champa showing up, whether it just be something crazy, but I think because it's WWE, the October 2nd show yeah, <laughs> they're like, we'll hold off on something till that show just to do but it you because can, it's WWE. You can have like North American and women's defended yeah. on one and yeah, tag yeah. and exactly NXT on the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like you said, like and NXT, then some blood we don't, feuds. Yeah, we don't see the same people week in week out, which is which can be good. So I think they'll kind of stay with that as well. Yeah, I think you'll see maybe the prominent. You know the champions and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm excited to see Rhea Ripley here. Um, yeah, I, I need to see more of her. She I didn't hear about this beforehand yeah, either, no, so be, this was a good. big surprise to me. And I, I was, I think we, you're scratching your heads, going clearly, Io Shirai and Candice are are gonna move towards that title picture yes, at yes. some point. But Shayna's kind of floating. Where mm-hmm. Mia Yim's done? Where do you go from here? The Bianca Belair. Story was done a while ago. You can't see that them going back to that. Every and this was this freshens it up. It makes me interested. Yeah, yeah, it makes it fresh because Shayna. Like I, I shit on Shayna, and then I, I like Shayna. It, it really depends for me who Shayna is with. I think, but the Shayna thing, it instantly made me go, oh, Rhea Ripley's like the the next of evolution, mm. the Pokemon evolution. Shayna Baszler evolves into. But Rhea I think, I think Shayna has ran her course yes, now. Yes, I think the problem is, I think. That I think WWE would be happy to move her up already. Hmm. It's it's the horsewomen. They are not. I good. think without Shayna, they're nothing. Yeah. Um, but they're really not ready to mm. go on main roster yet Definitely with Shayna. So I think that's the struggle. 
because I do think they want to keep the unit together for if Ronda ever chooses to come back sure. or whatever. They do want that as a team. But they need a lot more work. So I feel Shane is staying in NXT for them more so, which is a shame. But I think Rhea Ripley would be a perfect replacement to mm-hmm. fill that character role. I just need to see my Io Shirai title. I, I think the women's wrestling uh, is good here on NXT right now. Yeah. Considering these are the, the angles we're going for, keep at it. Uh, we get a video package for the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn. It's basically telling and explaining... Scottish? Yeah, sorry. That's how he sounds sometimes, though. I'm confused by his accent. He's a man. brummie. He always, yeah. What's his deal with his accent? From Birmingham. It's like, he's always like, I'm Pete Dunn. <laughs> it's like you know his accent, like the Birmingham accent, has been voted the worst accent that in makes, the UK it makes many sense. times. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Checks. Out. I quite like it. It's fun. It reminds me of like uh, the Beatles. <laughs> That's Liverpool. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Uh, the Bruiserweight. It's explaining why he's here. It shows him uh, his dominance in the NXT UK tournament a few years ago. Then it shows when he actually won the title from Tyler Bate. Then it shows his like run and like they're talking about how he's like he was 25 years old and for two years straight he was the UK champion. But then he lost to Walter in New York and then now he's just been kind of like bouncing around. It shows him he says that he's here because he's he wants to fight everyone he wants to show everyone his dominance he wants to take the north american title it shows that and then he ends with i'll break your fingers and i'll break your spirit this video made me laugh yeah you said it makes you laugh how come um it's the bit he he says something along the lines of and if anyone tries to get in my way i'll break your fingers <laughs> <laughs> Break your fingers. Break your fingers. <laughs> I'll break your fingers and I'll break uh, your he's, spirit. He's really not a good promo. This was very scripted. You hate Pete Dunne. I love Pete Dunne in the ring. Right. Um, and I think he kind of gets away with this shitty promo just because of his accent and his I don't give a fuck yes. gimmick. Um, but yeah, I, I do find them awkward. Uh, Pete is... Uh, Pete Dunne. I love Pete's... Pete Dunne's position in WWE, though. Pete. He is like a... Your free agents in WWE are John Cena, Triple H, The Undertaker... Pete Dunne. And Pete Dunne. <laughs> Isn't it? He just, he'll just show up. He'll show up on Raw for a night. He'll yeah. show up at the Royal that, Rumble. They showed that in the, yeah. in the video. He'll show up in well, NXT yeah. UK. He'll probably do a 205 Live. And I like that. I like, oh, no, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm Pete Dunne. I'm Pete Dunne. <laughs> Break your fingers. <laughs> That's your, what's your gimmick? I break fingers. I break fingers. Why do British people hate fingers? They suck. <laughs> wait, British people or fingers? Fingers. <laughs> Why do fingers? Wait, I like my fingers. Do you like chocolate fingers? <laughs> lady fingers. What? The, the, the cookies, lady fingers. The oh, cookies. I call them chocolate fingers. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're chocolate. Why? What are you doing with them? What? <laughs> We go Let's next. Move on. <laughs> so Pete Dunn is here to stay. Essentially, I don't know. This this was just there. Next week we have some announcements. Get this: they have announced a match for next week on NXT TV. Ladies and gentlemen, dream matches don't happen often in the world of professional wrestling, but if you watch NXT, they just might. Next week, it will be the dream. Versus the finest. 
Dream match. HBK Eddie? Pfft, nah. Dream versus Reeves. Kona Reeves will face the Velveteen Dream next week on NXT TV. Oh my goodness. World, the mega powers will explode. I can't wait. What's going to happen? I, I can't don't read wait. ahead. I, I, I actually read ahead every week. I couldn't for this. I was like, I can't, I can't know what's going to happen. It's too big. It's such, you, it could go either way. <laughs> you just don't know what could happen when the finest in the dream. The Velveteen clash. Dream against uh, the 472nd, according to what is it, Pro Wrestling Insider? What? They're like, yeah. They, they oh. just released their top 500. Oh, right. Yeah, I I believe, he made the list? I believe Seth Rollins got list. number one. Kona, Kona Reeves list, got baby. 472. Whoa! Kona Reeves. Shall I read it? Kona Reeves Six made it? 6'4", 250 pounds. Hawaiian has the size, but doesn't seem to be getting much traction in NXT. Known as the finest. His finisher is a Samoan drop. He calls the Hawaiian drop. Oh. Received a North American title shot against Velveteen Dream in June, but came away empty-handed. Did he? Did that? Was that a yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Damn. Yeah. Solid prospect, but struggling to break out. But he made the list. He's 472nd. Oh, he made the list. I don't, say, what you, say, say what you want, but the finest is the finest. Kona Reeves... I need to see more of him on my Wednesday nights on USA Network. That's all I need to say about that. I'm excited. We're going to see that match next week. Also next week, the main event will be Jordan Miles versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Now, Jordan Miles won the breakout tournament, so he will be facing Adam Cole for the title next week. Mm -hmm. That sounds great as well. That looks really cool. Uh... Let's go to our main event of tonight, though. The NXT Tag Team Titles are on the line. The Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Will the prophecy take the next step? We shall see. The match starts off. Kyle O'Reilly out-wrestling Montez Ford. He's, like, doing all sorts of uh, chain wrestling and, like, just like Kyle O'Reilly is just uh, in his league of his own here. He's he's just out-wrestling Montez. He gets the tag to Dawkins, and then Dawkins comes in, and he starts doing, like, takedowns, like, wrestling moves as well, showing, like, yo, I can go too, which was really cool. Uh, The Street Profits hit a double flatjack on both guys. Then uh, Dox helps Tez do, like, a moonsault flip. Only a two-count looked really cool. Uh, Beth says, she just has to let us know. Beth Phoenix says that the Street Profits are living their best life. Are you living your best life? Sure, yeah. You could be. I could be. You could be. You could I'm happy enough. Uh, Tez hits like a super kick off the apron to, uh, I think, Fish's face. But as he's doing it, he does something that reminded me of someone else. He goes, see ya, and then super kicks. (laughs) Now... If you watch NXT, Johnny Gargano does that all the time. But if you watch another company, the Young Bucks, or wherever you've seen them, they do that all the time. So I'm like, are you watching the Young Bucks? And now you're, you're like, they always go, see ya, and then super kick you. Yeah. Especially off the apron. Tez just super kicks someone off the apron. They're super fans. That's been their character (laughs) on Raw. But, but, all right. See ya. Just thought it was like that's kind of a Young Bucks thing. You have a problem with someone stealing something from the Young Bucks? Yeah, he's doing it. Who have been doing suck it and too sweet (laughs) for God knows how long? No, I just find it strange. Like they always do it when they do the super off the apron. It's a compliment. Okay, I think I guess. But Gargano does it too. So I don't. And you can't see ya. 
it's like see ya and then you hit someone. It's fine. But I just know like every Bucks match they do it. Yeah. So I just find that funny. Tez, huge young Bucks fan. Um there's uh they go back into the ring and now the street profits are working on Tez. They're working on the legs of Montez Ford. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly hits a, uh, sorry, not hits, but locks in a beautiful STF. We don't see that as much. We used to see that we went through the John Cena years of the STFU. Not a really dangerous move, but not once the way someone, Cena yeah, does not it. the way Cena does it, but the way other people do it. Like it's you could yeah. you could kill people with the STF. Oh, yeah. yeah, I put it on friends. It's great. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly has that locked in. Um, Mauro Ronaldo starts talking about the inter. Patella attendant or something along those lines. I love I love stuff like that. Uh, they continue to work on Tez. They are not letting him get the tag. But, of course, Montez hits the hot tag to Angelo Dawkins. He comes in. He hits a double clothesline on both guys. Hits an exploder suplex. Hits his 360 splashes in the corner. Hits a great spear. Only a two count. Um, the tag is made now to Fish. And he goes in and uh, he goes for some move. But he gets a German suplex. And he takes it, like, all the way. Like, the full rotation. Yeah. Like, Kurt Angle style, where you get suplexed and you land on your front. But the reason this match was happening is because at Toronto TakeOver, the tag was made and the Street Profits won and they pinned the wrong guy. Mm. So, therefore, Regal has allowed them to have this rematch. In this spot, the tag is made, but they make sure that it's shown, that the ref sees it, everyone sees yeah. it. So, when he takes that German, he's not the legal man. Therefore... Kyle O'Reilly gets in the ring. They beat up uh, Tez and Angela Dawkins, and they hit Chasing the Dragon. They even called it by the name, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. The brainbuster kick combo, Chasing the Dragon, but Dawkins kicks out. I couldn't believe it. I thought this was the end of the match. Angela Dawkins kicked out of Chasing the Dragon. They then lock in a like some sort of knee bar. O'Reilly has a knee bar on Dawkins. It gets broken up. Classic by uh, Tez. He does the old school throws the other guy to break mm-hmm. up the, the move. Really cool. I can tell that the Street Profits are actually like understanding. Re- yeah. Like, more so understanding wrestling. Especially tag team wrestling. Yeah, I absolutely. To, I have to say, they d- have greatly improved. I think they're great. Yeah, I really definitely. enjoy watching them. <clears throat> like the actual psychology, they've picked that up yeah. from Evolve or wherever, but they, they've done it and it's great. Um... The, the the knee bar gets broken up. There's a beautiful Tanahashi-style dragon oh, screw. Look, like he ripped his yeah, leg off. I know. Off. It's like incredible. it came out. It hurt me just watching it. The dragon screw. Dragon screw is a weird move because you see it done a lot and you think nothing of yeah, it. It's yeah. like a snapmare. It's, it's just there. transitional. And then when you see it done well, it's, yeah. oh, you just ripped his leg out. Like, it looks painful. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't imagine what that feels like. I've never had it done. Don't even try it. Uh, dragon screw. Then there's a dog. This is where it just gets chaotic. There's a the the spine buster from uh, it's like the D'Lo Brown. Style. Yeah, the, is yeah. D'Lo Brown Angelo Dawkins' favorite wrestler? He must be because he he's dressed like him. He does his moves. <laughs> it's, it's it's true. He yeah. does do a lot of his stuff. Uh, hits a spine buster, but then eats a series of axe kicks to the head from Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly then goes for the lunatic lariat. It's countered into a, an exploder suplex, which he counters the counter into a triangle. Kyle O'Reilly, legit, is a beast. Uh, he now has this triangle in there. But then Dawkins counters the counter to the counter with a buckle bomb, sending him into the corner. Uh, Dawkins tags Montez Ford in. Ford comes in and hits what uh, Morrow calls a uranagi. But we all know 
was The Rock Bottom by Montez Ford, which sets up Dawkins to go up for the Frog Splash, which is it's usually the other way, the other around. way around. It's always Tez going for that. But Dawkins hits the Frog Splash, or sorry, he goes up for the Frog Splash, but uh, it's only a two count because Fish pulls O'Reilly out before the three count is made, which allows then Ford to run and hit his tope to the outside he goes so fast and so uh high that he basically overshoots them he lands on the stage he, land, he lands on the stage and morrow's like whoa he he overshot that he still hit them yeah but actually he's going to psychology he did exactly what he he needed to do here he flies over them Lands on his feet essentially, then instantly grabs him and throws him in the ring. So yeah. it wasn't he wasn't selling it like, oh, I hit them so hard. He's hitting it like I I grazed you, but I'm gonna continue attacking. Yeah. Made sense. The psychology made sense. He throws them back into the ring after the tope, but it allows Dawkins to hit a spear on Kyle, but as he goes for another one, Bobby Fish serves Angelo Dawkins a healthy heaping plate. Of a knee to the mouth. Yeah. Just knees him in the face. While this is happening, Tez is up top. He goes for his frog splash, but no water in the pool, which allows the Undisputed Era to set up the total elimination. The high-low, the low-high, and the Undisputed Era win the tag team titles here. They won them back. They pin the Street Profits. This was a fun little this match This was here. a fantastic match. Uh, the spear into the knee looked deadly. I know. I really like Dawkins' spear, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a really spear. good spear. It looks as if, like, that's how it would... Like, he's not doing the the oversell. And, right? It's just like he's spearing you. Yeah. And it looks like a football-style, like, spear. I think it works perfectly for mm. him. His moves are... I'm not saying he's limited, but, like, he's figured out his, his little what groove. He's good of what he's Yeah, he's figured Which it out. Which in tag team wrestling is great yes. to get... I loved early on he did the kind of uh, like the Walter sort of pounce thing, mm-hmm. but did it on was it Bobby into Kyle? Yes, which to break I thought up looked pin. really cool. Yeah, to break up the no, submission. Uh, right oh, at the beginning, okay, they were yeah, standing yeah. and he just like threw one into the other, yes, okay. which looked uh, really good. I think Dawkins has come on such a long way. Yes. He's found his character. He's his yeah, as you said, the mm-hmm. moveset he uses is good and effective. Um, do you see the Street Profits doing double duty for a while, or do you think they're, that's them done their Raw uh, Actually, I wouldn't put them on Raw. I would keep them on Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. and I would keep them doing the thing they're doing on Monday nights, simply because... Uh, actually, funny thing, I didn't watch all of Raw, but I tuned in just a little bit. They weren't wearing the titles on Raw. No. <laughs> Very yeah. funny. Um, I think they should just continue doing the thing. They're the crossover guys. Mm. They're like, hey, uh, thanks for watching Raw tonight. Just a reminder, tune in Wednesdays. Yeah. We do a show then, too. Like, that's cool. Which they should do more of. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I, I think they're really they're really funny on Monday nights. I just, so, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, are you guys going to wrestle? Like, what are we doing? What are, you, what are we doing? If that's the case, be like, hey, we're here because we're, we're promotion guys. You come watch us on Wednesday nights. But I yeah, think- when it's when it's all on the same channel now, yeah. you, you might... You might get those people go, what, who are these guys? Why don't they wrestle? Oh, yeah. they wrestle on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. maybe I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, check out I don't these know. guys. Yeah, uh, I, I, I love this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, they just cannot miss. The Undisputed Era is just a, another league of their own. But the Street Profits, like, every time you watch them, they just keep getting better and better. And I, I, think, it's, I think it's good for them. And I, you know what? Be, 
simply watching this match, they lost the titles, but I personally would like to see them stay on NXT. Yeah. I think they, there's not, not so much there's room to grow, but like, yo, we, we need tag teams. We, we need do, characters yeah. here. We need, we need, like, you cannot raid our people because once you do, we're actually, we, you're fucked. It's a two hour show. Yeah. Live every week. You need some characters that people know. Full Sail needs that spot where their music, Street Profits music hits and everyone raises their, their red cups mm. because like that'll get hot. I feel like losing these guys is just not the right time right now. We don't need them on. Look at how many fucking tag teams are on Raw. Who are our other tag teams on NXT? On NXT, we're like we don't have a lot of people. So I, I'm really trying to think right now. Exactly. I'm, so I would keep them definitely. Yeah. And, and they've gotten better. They 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 belong here. Yeah. They fit in this groove of people that belong here. So uh, the undisputed era win the titles, but for how long? Will the prophecy happen? Will the prophecy happen on the September 18th? Yeah. Will the prophecy happen on October 2nd? Could you imagine? It's just Roddy to go. Yeah, Roddy's got to win this thing. Or they kick him out. Yeah. They kick him out. So, after the match, Undisputed Era, including Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, they all come out on the ramp. They do their Undisputed Era pose, which shows Adam Cole in the background with his title, the two guys on the side with the titles, and Roddy in the front without a title. So... Will Roderick Strong win the North American title to fulfill the prophecy? Time can only tell. But if you're asking me, that's a way to really stick it to uh, some Wednesday night competition because I feel like that could be a big thing with them, quote unquote, fulfilling the prophecy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no, that doesn't work. It's on Wednesdays. What? I was thinking... Have it as a story. If Roddy doesn't get it done by the end of the year, he's out. And I, <laughs> and I thought for a second, December thirty first fell on a Wednesday. No, you and can't it would be that Eve. that chase on New Year's Eve. Oh my god, for the title. Wow, but it doesn't work out. Uh, I I like the thing where Roddy. I think Roddy should chase it and then lose a bunch of, but then actually get it. I think he should win it. When he wins it is the day the others all lose there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Guys, come on! <laughs> I think I think Roddy deserves it because um, it just makes sense. I'm pu- going to put it out there. This was the best episode of the year. Yes, one hundred percent. This, this was, was the best episode. Everything was fantastic in this episode. The uh, Io Shirai at the beginning, that Johnny Gargano video, I thought was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dijakovic v Keith Lee was outstanding. Yep. Main event was fun. Uh, Regal telling me him to fuck off. And, of course, <laughs> I'll break your fingers! Break your fingers. Breaking yeah. fingers. Yeah, I actually agree with you. This was definitely the best episode of NXT this this year. Um, between the two matches, and I, I just thought it was, it was great. Killer. I, it was, yeah, I, 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 I said to you, I'm like, NXT seemed really short this week. You're like, no, it was just really good. It yeah. didn't drag on. I was like, when you want more, that's a good sign. So yeah. we're going to get more, because we're going to have two hours yeah. every Wednesday night, so just can't wait for that. Uh, let's go to some feedback. Yes, Every let's. Wednesday night when NXT airs, we post up at forum.postwrestling.com, we post a feedback thread where you can put comments or questions for the show, and we will read them as we are about to do right now. Let's start with Mystery. He says his thoughts on NXT. EO squashed a jobber, but Candice being a sore loser, just like her husband, chased her away afterwards. Also, Harajuku Clutch is a great name for her new submission move. I, I disagree with that. Candice wasn't being a sore loser. She was saving Cammy yeah, Fields. Yeah, she was yeah, being yeah, yeah. beaten up. She was about to get walloped. Yeah, and Candice, and Candice her, yeah. was standing up for her. Um, what, what do you think about the Harajuku Clutch? Sure, it's another 
weird name for a clutch I need to remember. I've been to Harajuku. Yeah? I'm a, a Harajuku Girls, right? The Ben Stefani song? Okay. Yeah, you know. Harajuku Girls are undeniable. Dun, 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 that one. No. Oh. I like it. That's Katy Perry. Oh, right. And yeah. not Harajuku. <laughs> okay. uh, I bought my mom a Harajuku like doll. Who hasn't? And she has it on her desk. And nice. she doesn't know what Harajuku is. But neither do I. But I was there. And it was amazing. Um, he continues to say that the big boy battle brawl was amazing. What he means to say is big lads wrestling. Yeah. He says, I incredibly mixed on Rhea Ripley getting any sort of a push. On one hand, Shayna's reign absolutely needs to end. But on the other, Rhea Ripley absolutely shouldn't be pushed considering she's made some incredibly terrible remarks off camera that have soured and soured me entirely on her. Yeah, I mean, Rhea Ripley uh, was doing what a live stream and she said some words and she's apologized. I, I can't... Uh, she, it's saying words that... I, I don't know. It's not, it's not for me to say, but... I, I wouldn't say that is what makes you not instantly, like, instantly turn on her. Yeah. I, I, I'm speaking for myself, but, I mean, I, I can't, you know, maybe she said something that actually upset someone. I understand that. I just, it's, we've, it's wrestling. We've heard a lot of crazy, we've heard people say and actually do things yeah. in this world. So, I'm just like, uh. And I feel like she shouldn't have used that word, but yes, in the context of it, she wasn't using it as. Exactly. Yeah. As hateful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can't... Yeah. I, I don't know. Like... If, like, I, I get... I get people, like... I'm going to tell you right say, now. Don't yeah, be offended. Yeah. Like, if that offended you, like, yeah, that's... Whatever, that's yeah, right. I'm, I myself do not use certain words that I used when I was 13. Yeah. We, you grow up and you learn words that you shouldn't and yeah. should say. Um, however, if you're judging someone off of something that they, she was, she was in a live stream of something and yeah. she, she said, she called someone, someone to, to be joking and then realized what she had said and everyone else realized what she said. So she apologized and has mm. apologized since this was a while ago as well. Yeah. However, imagine a world where Shawn Michaels in 1997 was on his Twitch live streaming. Yeah. You're telling me. He wasn't saying things. You're telling me any wrestler you grew up watching, like Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. Sometimes, you know, I'm not defending what she has said, but to, to, to use that as the thing that says, no, I'm done. Whereas look at Lars Sullivan. He said some things and like went deep into some things. And well, we haven't seen him on TV. Mm. That's probably why well, he's injured as well. Is he I injured? I think so. Yeah. yeah. You see, I have a hard time supporting him. Yes. Because of things he said. It's, it's what's behind the word. Exactly. I think. Yeah. Um, exactly. not that like, I don't condone using those words no, in any context. Um, I think things are different culturally as well. Like I, I have a lot of Aussie friends who <sighs> use words that I oh wouldn't use. Yes. And I've spoken to them when coming to like visit me in Canada or, mm -hmm. or go to the UK. I'm like, be careful. Cause things that mean different won't things be there. offensive yeah. where you're from could really offend someone. 100%. So just be careful. Yes. And I, I think there's definitely that to it as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, that I don't think that will hold her back in her... Uh, she's, you know... She's young as well. Yeah, like, yeah. really young. Like, yeah, yeah. Just because mistakes. she's like seven foot nine or whatever. She's huge. She's not seven foot, but yeah. she's, she's big. Just, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't want to... I don't want to judge people because mm. of that. But it also sucks. Don't, don't... Let's just all be nice to people. 
Um, I forgot what we were getting at, but we're at uh, his last point. Yeah, he continues on saying that the undisputed era winning the tag titles. Does that mean that? They have to recap Raw instead of the <laughs> Prophets. Yeah, we're going to see Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish on Monday being like, Oh, Paul Heyman, who? Um, but then Mystery also ends with the WWE Japan Twitter account uploaded this backstage segment with Io Shirai and it's subtitled. That is the video I am talking about where Io Shirai is yelling like a fucking psycho in Japanese and I loved it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We go to Ari from Montreal. You know what was amazing about Lee and Dijak match? Not that they that Dijak did a moonsault or a Fosby flop. Not even because of that fucking avalanche Spanish fly. What was amazing is how Dijak grew from six foot four to six foot five to six foot seven in a matter of minutes by the announcers. I'm serious. Yes, they did. Go check it out. Okay, okay. In all seriousness, what a match. Ripley and Baszler. Take my money now. And the real main event of next week, the finest versus the dream. Reeves will have a cult following like the room does. Mark my words. Ah, uh, dude, I think he does already. Uh, also, it's always good to see a father and son win their tag titles. <laughs> Kyle and his dad. Kyle and his dad beat Doc, uh, Tez and his dad. dad. Question one. Where does Dijak go from here? Um, I can see them doing another one of these matches, and then I think down the line, North American title, I'm going to say. Yeah, I need to see that. Fitz's gimmick, as a, as a foreigner, sure. go for the North American he'll, title. He'll beat Roddy for it. Yeah, that would be a great match. <laughs> uh, number two, will Johnny stay on NXT, or do you see him on Raw or SmackDown? You've got to feel after that career highlight packet, package, his time is up, his time is now, you can see him on the main roster. Uh, I think he's going to stay. I think Johnny Gargano will stay on NXT and be like one of the, the driving forces here for the Maybe Wednesday a bit next. of double duty. Maybe <clears throat> sure. show up on SmackDown every now and then. But I think he's... I think with the move, he's a good face to have. Because he'll stay on NXT. Then come Mania time, we'll, get, we'll finally get that match. Champa Gargano. In Hell in a Cell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Book it now. Uh, we go to Eva from London. Cuddled up with my cat to watch this week's NXT, and it was a barn burner. I love the heel tactic where they clearly have the baby face pinned, but lift their head up at two. Io is just a natural heel. I'm confused as why Candice is still feuding with her, considering she lost fair and square in Toronto. So everyone's confused that it's why Candice... Like, but it's a baby face sticking saving, up for yeah. someone getting bullied. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it happens mind. all the time. Lee versus Dijak, wow, just wow, excellent. Amazes me that a man Dijak's height can be as high-flying as he is. Only second time I've seen him wrestle, went back last week to watch their first clash, and I am very impressed. Like I said before, I read ahead, so I knew this Rhea Ripley thing was happening, but it still made me pop. Rhea is one of the few people I'd be with, I'd be okay with Shayna dropping the belt to. Wow, this is Eva, the... Uh, Shayna Baszler, Shana yeah, Baszler huge Shayna Baszler fan, and you're saying that Rhea Ripley is okay? That means it's okay. Uh, the intensity level of them uh, staring daggers at each other for a minute was more heat than the entirety of the Yim feud. Totally metal. Yeah, I agree. They're, this is more metal. Like yeah. Not because they're both metal like dressed like that, but like you could just... Something was so different than the aspect of like, yo, Shayna, uh-uh. Like, I want a YouTube series of Rhea, Shayna, and EO going to buy their leather jackets together. <sighs> their studded leather jackets. <laughs> We can turn a fan on here. Whew. Uh, the main event was solid action. Can't get enough of that. Chasing the dragon finisher. Questions. Will you be watching Cardiff live? I'm at work on Saturday, but we'll watch it 
um, sometime over the weekend. Yeah, yeah I have a friend. I'm watching it. <laughs> I have a friend staying over uh, Friday night. I think I'm going to convince them to watch it. I'm going to be like, let's wake up and watch this wrestling. I don't even know half of it. Let's just do it. Uh, number two, do you see Diedrag translating well to primetime TV? I think you I have. Do. I think tonight proved yeah. that it will. Yes. And, and the last one, do you think NXT becoming the third brand? Um, do you think with NXT becoming the third brand, sorry, do you see the possibility of NXT matches taking place on a WrestleMania card? Keep up the good work, B&D. No, I, I don't think so. I'm I in two minds about it. I think it would be cool to have one match right. on there, but also it would be really sad once it starts and you see that crowd all go to get their yep. hot dogs and yep. beer no, and stuff. No, keep it the way it is. really suck. Takeovers are so special. They've worked so hard to make them special. Why take that away from that? And what would you do? You'd be like, hey, WrestleMania weekend. Okay, we got Undisputed Era. They're in the takeover card. You got Dijak. You got Keith Lee. But WrestleMania is going to have Gargano versus Champa in the middle of the card, and everyone's going to go get their soda during it. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No. I would keep it the way they have. Triple H's baby. You can't just, can't just do that. Uh, you're next. Go for it. Have Pick Japan. Greetings. Mauro, I don't think anyone in the NXT universe was ready for Io Shirai's descent into darkness. All of us Joshi lovers, yes, yes, we were. Uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a recent new Joshi lover. Apparently, I've loved Joshi's for a long time, but like now I'm like on YouTube checking you it go, out. Yeah, you like you go in this like rabbit hole of just mm. like you watch a clip of something here, and then you realize you watch a 35 minute Joshi match from stardom. And you're like, hey, that was really good. You like forget that you're like hey why don't we see more of this and you can on aew <laughs> but as i say that io shirai the biggest one of the biggest stars from there and she's here so killing it yeah the announcers work so hard to make us hate io but who can hate io she's great exactly. and the crowd loves her as a badass i love her. this is a typical of wwe with the scarcity of real heel heat Something which in NXT only Shayna seems to produce, especially now that Champa has transitioned to a beloved NXT legend. I hate the shaky camera gimmick that WWE now uses. It detracts from matches, especially here in the EO match, as they don't have to cover up for any weakness on EO's part. I, I didn't notice this. No, I didn't. To be honest, Shane underwear model Thorn still seems out of place. He's being forced, and I don't appreciate that. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it so yeah, far. Yeah. Great to see Ripley, but how can Beth say Ripley is the badass of NXT when there's EO? And Ripley makes such a great heel. Is NXT missing an opportunity by presenting Ripley as a face? If the idea is to head to a Rio a Rhea EO match at the next takeover, still a long way away, and I'm assuming either Ripley or Shirai soon takes the title from Shayna, then that is great. The world will be a better place with Io Rhea going one-on-one, -on -one, but I really think the problem now in NXT, like the rest of WWE, is the lack of solid heels. Heels that get real heat. Mm. I think, I don't know how much of that is WWE or how much of that is just the culture of wrestling fans yeah, now. As I soon like as you guys. see someone doing the good guys. work, like people want to like you yeah imagine or the the only heels that get heel heat are like your baron corbin's who because he sucks people want to just go yeah it's it's because wrestling's different like uh i myself got into wrestling because of comic books mm. now imagine a world of batman without the joker yeah you can't because he's so boring 
I want to save the world and be good and do justice. No, no one cares about that. You want to see the bad stuff. You want to see the the evil Io Shirai beat someone up with a kendo stick and yelling Japanese. That's what I want to see. Mm. However, uh, I don't know what you do to make her actually a heel. Because, yeah, I'm cheering for her because she's she's great and she's amazing and she wears black leather pants. But what would you do to make Io get this heat? Would you have her go to Candice LeRae's family restaurant and order some pizzas? Like, what do you do? What do you yeah, do to make get I, her to I get think as again? soon as... Yeah, it's it's very difficult yeah. to get that heel heat. What would you... How would you book... I'm going to ask you, the listener. How would you book Io Shirai to get that, like... You can still... Look, when Champa was, was the champion, people were booing him and everything, but we secretly loved him. Mm. But there was, like, a, def, a, def, a definite, like, we're booing him because we know he's the bad guy. Yeah. We need to make sure that's that's the story here. We need to get that over here for for yeah. Io. We need her to do some heinous things. We need her to actually like. Maybe it's because all she is doing is yelling in Japanese. This is just not. A, it's not connecting because people are like, "Oh, I love that." Yeah, she's yelling in Japanese. But if she were to like do some serious, like attack people, but uh, it's something like really. If you wanted to do do it, you'd take that cool entrance away from her now. Yeah, the cool entrance is so cool that people are like, "Whoa, what yeah. is this?" E- you I just mean, have a yeah come out lights up and. Or start in the ring. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Um, quickly, he goes on to say, Montez Ford has amazing leaping ability, but he's a bit too sports entertainy for him. Hmm. Uh, Phil, good moment for Undisputed Era to win, but this gets back to his point of heels not really getting heel heat as they're all loved. Overall, he thinks this was the best episode of NXT in several weeks. Yes, I think this was the best episode uh, this year, I would say. Uh, we go to PJ River. Keith Lee and Dijak are like Chad Gable and Jack Gallagher. Their styles complement each other to perfection, like peanut butter and jelly. Can you think of other perfect pairings that will always deliver no matter what? Yes, Johnny Gargano versus anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Johnny Gargano versus Champa. Johnny Gargano versus anyone. Kona Reese. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think their their styles complement each other. And uh, I, I think their styles will complement yeah. other people as well. We go to James. Hey, guys. Been far too long since my last feedback. Far too long since my last feedback. <laughs> uh, watching EO stretch out the jobber, I couldn't help but think how much Bray would like to be in her position. <laughs> wow, okay, I... <laughs> I shouldn't have read that. Um, the big bastards wrestling and doing Spanish flies was mental. Hopefully this will give them the platform to push on if they can both stay healthy. Fuck off Shane Thorne. Rhea Ripley is a badass. Can't wait to see the GOAT next week against the Dream. Undisputed Era versus Street Profits was a good TV match, but surely the right move was changing the titles at TakeOver. If Street Profits were being called up, it was surely the obvious call to make. Great episode of NXT. Peace. Maybe the Street Profits win the titles back on uh, the TV debut on USA. Because something big's got to happen on USA. So yeah. I don't know. Changing the titles now is an odd time. But uh, I guess we But maybe see. if you came out of that TakeOver show with Cole as champion and Street Profits, mm-hmm. that storyline-wise story gets to Roddy being like left out and... The weak one. Yeah. Whereas he's going to have his shot against Sue anyway. Yeah, now he's So it's with two of them losing, sure. you don't put that on Roddy being the loser. I guess I guess we'll see. Roddy could be winning on the, the, the debut episode. Mm. 
That would be cool. Let's go to some uh, our last one here. Breng77 says, Great show. EO destroying a jobber seems like the right move, and having Candace still want payback makes sense. I never get how losing to someone would satisfy someone wanting payback. Not a fan of her finishers named as... Harajuku has very specific connotations as far as fashion, looks, etc. They build it as where she is from, but that isn't true, so I just feel it's typical WWE. Here's a Japanese term people in the U.S. have heard. See Kabuki Warriors. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did catch that. They's like, where she's from, Harajuku. Like, what? She's literally from Harajuku? She's from right there? No, she's not. But right. it is a famous street. It is something famous. Like, people do the... It is a famous thing. I can see what he's saying. Okay. Here. Yeah. I do understand. But yeah, honestly, you throw something like the Harajuku lock. Yeah. People like they do it with other moves. I don't know. Because it's Japanese, I understand what he's saying. It is. I don't like the Kabuki Warriors. I 100% mm. don't like the name, even though they claim that they, they themselves with, with the name. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Uh, the Lee Dijak match made me wish WWE and wrestling in general were not so caught up on finishers ending matches. That Spanish fly would have been much better end than the kind of weak-looking feast your eyes. Rhea Ripley versus Shayna sounds great, and Rhea already brings more interest to the match than Shayna has had in a while, and she is a new opponent. I, I felt that Spanish fly really projected it to the next level. Yes. Um, I liked that that was a kick out. Yeah, um, it makes it crazy. Yeah. It made the match escalate. And I, I like the Feast Your Eyes, actually. I, I think, think Feast Your Eyes is yeah, great. I think it's even I think he means on. the delivery of that of that move on Keith Lee, with Keith Lee being hey, so big. Um, like, it, it didn't look didn't like he the, killed him as much as he has with he's, smaller guys. On the Indies, he, on the Florida Loop, he's been doing the Taz mission. So oh. let's just love the Feast Your Eyes, yeah. guys. Because he might lose the Feast Your Eyes and start doing the Taz mission. Which I think is the wrong move. For him to use, oh, he's got to keep doing the feast. Yeah, he's, if he's if he's not going to keep this move, but I get else. you need to get something else over that you can't necessarily do on big guys. Uh, he did it on Keith Lee. I know, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of guys yeah. he sure. maybe wouldn't be able to do this on right down the line. Um, it's good to have that other move that you Taz Mission you can do on anyone. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that match. It was crazy. I enjoyed this whole week. This was great. Go watch it if you haven't. Uh, you can listen to us talk about NXT. Every week, every Thursday, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, comment, review, like all our stuff. Help us, support us. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next to buy a t-shirt. You can follow all the post-wrestling stuff, postwrestling.com. Look for our Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones review coming this weekend. Postwrestling.com. Look for that. You can follow us. You can follow myself on Twitter and Instagram for all the stuff, message us, all that stuff. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And you can follow our YouTube where you can watch that mm-hmm. Star Wars review. You can find all our past shows as well. And some bonus videos at BDE Official. Yes. So again, thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you next week here on the very same same time, same channel. Goodbye. Be safe. I'll break your fingers. <laughs>
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.